0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, welcome again to our broadcast this morning. And as we go into the Word of God, I just want you to open your heart, open your spirit, and let the Lord speak to you. We'll continue with our teaching. We started last week looking at the subject, When Mercy Says No. When mercy says no, we're going to continue with that because I see that there is so much that is to be, um, so much that the scriptures have to say about the mercy of God. And also I want to say this, that it is important for you to understand that when God begins to move in your life, everything that God does in your life comes out of his mercy, out of his his goodness. Okay, so uh, I want to read from Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22. Yes, Lamentations three twenty-two says, Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. We are, uh, sorry, through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. They are new every morning. So every morning you wake up, there are mercies for the day. Today has new mercies available to you. And mercy has a lot. Mercy, you know, in the, the English word mercy doesn't really portray much. But when you go into the Hebrew and you start looking at the Hebrew word for mercy, if you start looking at the Hebrew word and you begin to unpack it, you see that there is so much, there is so much involved in the mercy of God. There is so much that the mercy of God contains. There is so much that God dispenses uh, when he releases his mercy over your life. And so, um, let me just let me just give you, like, let's look at mercy from three different Hebrew words. Okay, yes, from three different Hebrew words. And uh, the, the 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 first one I want us to look at is um, in this in this verse. All right, it says through the Lord's mercies. There are actually two. Hebrew words in this verse that I want us to explore, all right, through the Lord's mercies, it is through the Lord's mercies, it says, that we are not consumed, yes, we are not consumed, consumed by what? The enemy is out there on a daily basis, he's out there on a daily basis, remember, he is going around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for who to devour on a daily basis. And so that's why we need daily mercies. Although he's out there to devour, um, he's out there to devour, but when mercy says no, the enemy cannot devour you. When mercy says no, he cannot come close. When mercy says no, you cannot be consumed. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So the word mercy here, the word mercy in in, 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 in the in the Hebrew is Hased, Okay? Hased has to do with it means loving kindness. Alright. So Loving kindness. So, because of God's loving kindness, we are not consumed. Yes, it's because of His loving kindness. His mercy is 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 what makes Him to approach us, even though we don't deserve Him. And I want you to, to know that the mercy of God. This is a major uh, part of His being. The mercy of God began to manifest from eternity past. It began to manifest from eternity past. Think about this. The Bible talks about the Lamb of God being slain before the foundation of the world. Why would the Lamb of God be slain before the foundation of the world? It is the mercy of God. The demonstration, a demonstration of the mercy of God. So God decides before the foundation of the earth because he has seen how man is going to go. He has seen that we are going to betray him. But let me tell you, because of his mercy, his loyalty towards us is so powerful, so strong that he made provision before, before the fall. He made provision before the fall. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So his mercy, his chesed, chesed loving kindness, because of that, he went around and says, let's slay, let the lamb be slain, let the lamb be slain and let's wait for the time of need. I want you to know that there is enough mercy that has been prepared before the time of your need. Before the time that you will need mercy, mercy has been prepared, waiting for you. That's the nature of God. That's the nature of God. His loving kindness. There's nothing you can do there's nothing you can do to earn His mercy. Okay? But He decides to do it out of his love and his volition. (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah. So his mercy, his mercies is because of his mercies that we are consumed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Then there's another Hebrew word we see here. And it also encompasses and it also captures the concept of God's mercy. And there are different places in the scriptures where that same word is translated mercy in some places. Okay, where it says, because his compassions, his compassions fail not. His compassions fail not. That's Rechamim, all right? They fail not. It means to show compassion. It means to show mercy. It also means to show pity, to have pity. And the concept here, the concept, in fact, this word, this word actually also means it's linked to the womb. It's linked to the womb. The womb of a woman. Isn't that interesting? Yes, it is. So the the, the compassion of God. Think about a woman who has a baby. Those of you that are mothers know what it is like to have compassion for your children. Yes. So it doesn't matter what the child does. You say it's still my child. It's that quality that God has put in you that will always yearn for your child. That's the quality that would always always want to be, um, always want to show mercy on your child. And that's a very, very powerful quality. That's the seat, compassion actually, um, if you study the Greek, it, 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 it means from the, from the boils, from within. So, um, from your spirit, from your innermost being, and it involves the emotions. It involves the emotions as well. So God, who is rich in mercy, the Bible says that he is rich in mercy. He will never run short of mercy. Now, you read the book of Exodus, you see that he's, he's, um, he's, he's, he's a God that visits the iniquities of the fathers upon the children to the third and the fourth generation. But his mercy is for thousands. His mercy is for thousands. You cannot compare his, his justice to his mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Mercy triumphs over judgment. So we need, we need to position ourselves in a way that we can experience the mercy of God. Yes. And, 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 and so it says they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness they are new every morning there is more than enough for the day there is more than enough mercy for the day and by tomorrow there is a fresh mercy that is also more than enough for tomorrow there is always more than enough mercy isn't that wonderful so think about think about a mother. Let's look at the scripture in Isaiah. In the book of Isaiah, and I want to read verse 49. In Isaiah chapter Sorry, chapter 49, you'll see here that God is asking his people a question. Okay? He's asking them a question to demonstrate and to help them to understand his mercy. He says, in, he says, can a woman forget her nursing child? And not have compassion on the son of her womb? Can a woman forget her nursing child? Hmm? Can she forget? Well. If she's normal, she cannot forget. <laughs> if she's normal, she cannot forget, unless she, she's, she's not okay. But if she's normal, she cannot forget, a nursing child. And, and it's the same word that is being used here. It says, and not have compassion on the son of her womb. Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, when situations say to God, forget this person, mercy says, no, I won't forget. I won't forget. When the enemy comes, your accuser, the accuser of the brethren goes and stands before you, stands um, stands to resist you and say, no, you don't. You don't deserve this mercy. Forget about this person. Mercy says, no, I won't forget. I won't forget. So God will not forget. Hallelujah. He will not forget his mercy. His mercy towards you. He has made up his mind concerning you. He has made up his mind concerning um, his children. He has made up his mind and he is not going to forget. Now, you might forget him, but he won't forget you. He won't forget you. Why? That's what his word says. That's what his word says. So, he's not going to forget you. Hallelujah. Amazing. Yes. So, mercy is closely linked to the womb of a, of a woman, of, of, or to the. Even a father can have mercy on his children. But women can identify with that, especially those who have become mothers, they can identify with that. That is that thing. That is, it, is, it is mercy that drives you to, 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 to sacrifice for your child. It is mercy that drives you to, to do things that you ordinarily would not do. It is mercy, that's, 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 that's what is moving you, hallelujah. So it is that raham that is moving you to, to, to demonstrate uh, um, compassion on your child. You remember the story, you remember the woman uh, during the time of Solomon, during the time of Solomon, you remember... There was, there was this uh, occasion where two women two women came to the king. One had, one had slept over her child and killed the child. And then the other one, when they woke up in the morning, the one that killed her child had already switched the, ch- the children. And she took the, uh, the one for the other woman. And now they were arguing. And she says, no, this is my child. What? I say, no, it's my child. It's my child. It's my child. And the king, they brought the matter to the king. That was in 1 Kings chapter 3. They brought the matter to the king. And when they brought the matter to the king, the king says, okay, uh, bring me a sword. Bring me a sword and let's divide the child into two so that since nobody will admit that the child doesn't belong to them let's divide this child so each can have one half the mother of the child says no 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 the other one says yes let's let's divide the child yeah yes let's divide the child but the mother the true mother of the child said no don't kill the child she can have the child give her the child let the child live what was speaking in that woman was mercy that that was mercy that was compassion hallelujah compassion the mother's heart was moved and she had compassion over that child and she decided i would rather not not Um, I would rather not have the child. But let the child live. Than to see the child die. Meanwhile the other one. Because it wasn't her biological child. Didn't have the heart. She didn't have the compassion. She didn't have the mercy. She says yes. Let's divide the child. And through that. King Solomon was able to discern. He was able to discern and he said, no, give the child to the one that says we shouldn't divide the child. That is the mother of the child. How did he discern that? From understanding the mercy of God. From understanding the mercy that God has placed in every mother for her child or for her children. So, it is a Powerful quality. is part of God's nature. All right. Amazing. Yes. So we need, we need to position ourselves in a way that mercy will continue to speak on our behalf. Like in that case, between the two women, mercy said, no, don't kill the child. The other one said, let's kill the child. But mercy was speaking from the mother and said, let's not kill the baby. Let her have the baby. That's how mercy operates. Amazing, right? Yes, that's right. It's amazing. It's incredible. It is a powerful um, quality. It is Part of God's essence. That's who God is. As a matter of fact, mercy is part of God's glory. It's part of God's glory. It's what makes God who he is. It's one of the components. I don't know if if that's a right word, but it's part of what makes God, God. Mercy. Mercy so from, 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 from out, out of his mercy he's able to be gracious he's able to be gracious which um, which takes me to the next word the next hebrew word is Hanan. all right Hanan means gracious it means to be gracious it means to show pity and it's a word that is used Describe to describe like a rich having or showing pity to the poor, and that is part of the word for mercy as well. Sometimes it is used as mercy. Let's look at Proverbs, let's look at Proverbs chapter 19. In Proverbs 19, I'll just give you one. Um, one verse there. Proverbs chapter 19 and uh, read verse 17 of Proverbs 19. Mighty God. Thank you Lord. He says, He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. That word pity sometimes is translated mercy as well. He who has pity on the poor, hallelujah, lends to the law. So when you are in a privileged position, it's not the time for you to be inflated and to now feel you have arrived. And every other person that has not arrived at where you are, did not arrive because they are lazy, because they don't want to work hard. You have worked hard and that's why you are where you are. Everybody that is poor is is poor because they are not working hard. Is poor because they are lazy. That is not good. Don't talk like that. Don't even Think like that. Why? God has been merciful to you. You are enjoying his mercy. You are enjoying his His graciousness, his goodness. Actually, another, another meaning for the word is goodness. So you are enjoying his goodness and you are mistaken. And you think that you are enjoying his goodness because you are smart. Meanwhile, you are enjoying His goodness not because of your smartness. It's because of His mercy. Hallelujah. Because of His mercy. You know what? In, from eternity past, God demonstrated mercy. And guess what? In the garden, when Adam and Eve sinned, God demonstrated Mercy immediately he, he killed an animal and he, he he covered them that's mercy in action he's now trying to shield them because listen to me the glory of god is so is is so um is 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 such that it would have destroyed adam and eve okay the glory of god is so intense It's so intense. So in order to protect them so that they are not consumed by his glory, they are not consumed by his glory, his mercy immediately stepped in. And as his mercy steps in, he now clothes them. He clothes them so that they don't get consumed. They don't get destroyed by his glory. Isn't that wonderful? God is merciful. He's rich in mercy. He's rich in mercy. One of the things we said last week is that um, mercy mercy is, is also is you not getting what you deserve. I know that's a limited definition. There is, mercy is much broader than that. But sometimes we define things just, just to help people to grasp the context. Uh, The the concept, not because that is all that is entailed. Because hardly is there one way, one sentence that can capture everything about any concept of God. There's none. No matter how smart you are, you cannot come up with one sentence that will capture everything. It will usually capture one aspect or a few aspects. And then it might not, it it would leave much more out. All right. So Adam deserved to be consumed by God's presence. He deserved to be consumed by God's glory. But then God, in his mercy, killed the animal and clothed him and his wife. All right. So the killing of the animal was a demonstration of God's mercy, although it cost the animal its life. It cost the animal its life, but then it brought preservation to Adam. That is how mercy works. Incredible. And so from that time, God had to withdraw himself from man, Even his withdrawal from man was a demonstration of his mercy. Although he loved man so much, he loved man so much, but out of his mercy he withdrew, why? So that his presence does not consume man. So, when God hides Himself, it's not because He he doesn't want you to know Him, He doesn't want you to see Him, He doesn't want you to experience Him. No, it's because of His mercy. His mercy is what preserves you from being consumed. His mercy. So the whole atonement and so on is a demonstration of God's mercy. God instituted that, and taught Moses. Why? So that man will not be consumed because God still wants to work with man. God's dream from the beginning is still alive and well. God's plan for your life is still, is still you know, beating in his heart. He still wants to do what he wants to do through you. Hallelujah. He still wants to do what he wants to do in your generation through you. It is still there. It is still there. Even though you have failed him many times. But he, his mercy is still. He's still beating in his heart. Just like a mother. Or even a father. You know. Just, God is... God is, is being merciful to us. Glory to God. Yes. I want to read another scripture in, um, in Psalm, 100 and Psalm 103. In Psalm 103, verse 13, look at what he says. He says, as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame, and he remembers that we are dust. Can you see? So it's not only a mother that can pity. It's not only uh, a mother that can uh, show Rahamim. Also, a father can. So this same word is used, is 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 interchangeably for mercy. So God remembers that we are dust. He remembers, and because of that, He deals with us according to His mercy, according to His loving kindness. Aren't you excited? That you serve a God who is rich in mercy. And he is ready. He, he pities his children. He pities you and I. And it's not just, oh shame. No, 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 no. Mercy is not just sympathy. No, 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 no. Sympathy, I'm, I can just sympathize with you but not do anything. But mercy it always translates into action. Okay? Just like when there's compassion. Once compassion starts manifesting, then there is something that is done. It it, it propels you to do something. And it's important for us to get to grasp this and understand this because this is like, it's, 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 it's a seat for the supernatural. It's a seat for... Manifestations of the power of God. If we can get um, if, if we can be established in understanding this and then begin to live it. So just like you have received mercy, you need to learn to be merciful to others. Now, if you are not merciful to others, you cannot receive mercy. Remember, Jesus said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? Obtain mercy. So if you want to walk in the mercy of God more and more and more, one of the things you need to do is learn to be merciful. Be merciful to others. Glory to God. Don't be so critical that you you can't have mercy on somebody. That's wrong. And, And you need God's mercy to begin to manifest from your life. Let it flow, let it flow, It'll be a flow of the mercy of God. If God is rich in mercy, we should not be poor in mercy. We should also be rich in mercy. Why? Because you have his DNA. You have his nature in you. You have his nature in you and because you have his nature in you, you need to begin to manifest his mercy. So when you see someone going astray, that is not the time to, to say, oh, good for you. You know, if somebody's going astray, you say, hey, yeah, you know, this is going to happen to you. And, 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 and then if that thing happens, you start celebrating. No, that's a merciless heart. That's a merciless heart. So you need to be merciful. Be merciful so that you can enjoy more mercy. You know that God is merciful to all. The psalmist says that he's merciful to all and he supplies to all. He said, every good and perfect gift is from above, from the Father of lights, with whom there's no variableness, no shadow of turning. It is out of his mercy, it's out of his mercy that he's able to be kind to his creation. It's out of his mercy that he's able to pity humanity because he knows that we are but dust. Yes, He knows that we are like grass. We appear today and we fade tomorrow. He knows that. He can see our frailty. He knows. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our inabilities. He knows our failures. But his mercy will not allow him to stop being loyal to you. Hallelujah. So, mercy. Mercy is what we need. André Crouch sang a song. that says, mercy is what we need. Yes. What a great song. Mercy is what we need. We need mercy. We need mercy all the time. All the time. Yeah. As far back as I can remember, my late mom used to always ask for mercy. <laughs> always. I didn't understand. But now I can see. Yeah. Mercy is important. It's vital. For us to experience different dimensions of God. Now let's look at Exodus. Exodus chapter 34. In Exodus chapter 34, uh, Moses, Moses was, you know, he had asked God, he had asked God to, uh, to show him his glory. Okay? He had asked God to show him his glory. And um, yeah, I read from verse five. It says, "Now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord." Look, Moses had asked to see the glory of God, and God says, "Look, Moses, you cannot see my face and leave. Okay, but what I'm going to do, Moses, is that I'm going to put you on the cleft of a rock." And then I'm going to pass by you. I'm going to pass, and then I will show you my back, not my face. In other words, <laughs> there is an aspect of God. God, I mean, the Bible says that Moses has been um, speaking to God face to face as a man speaks with a friend. But from this, from from this account, we see that. Even though God was speaking to Moses face to face, there was an aspect of God that still was not revealed to Moses. Okay? That was still not revealed to Moses. Maybe God covered his, 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 his face with a cloud. You know, Maybe God would, would come and, you know, um, I don't know. But imagine if, if, if I come before you and I have a I have skin, but my skin is covered with a cloud. If my skin is covered with a cloud, and you know I talk to you and we talk face to face, but then you've not been able to see my skin. You're not able to see my skin because it's covered. So imagine that something like that. You no, know, I'm not saying that that's what it was, but I'm just helping you to see that there's something you know God covered and. So Moses wanted to go beyond. His hunger for God was to go beyond what he was experiencing. And so he says, if I have found favor in your sight, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Okay? And, um, and the Lord said to him that, uh, okay, in fact, let's read verse verse 33, chapter 33, verse 13. He says, Now therefore I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know, that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight. Consider this nation is your people. All right? And, Moses, Moses has 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 asked the Lord for this. All right. And then if we if we go down, um, go down to verse verse 14. He said, My presence, God said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. Um, for, for, for now, for how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except that you go with us, so that we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will do this thing that you have spoken, and you have found grace in my sight. I know you by name. And he said, please, please, Show me your glory, okay? <laughs> okay God, fantastic, thank you. So as you say, I found grace in your sight, show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you and I will be gracious upon whom I'll be gracious and I will have compassion on whom I'll have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face for no man shall see me and live this was before Jesus came this was before Jesus came so Moses is talking to God face to face but at the same time it's like there is there is a veil or maybe a cloud you know something was covering an aspect of God that he could not see and he really wanted to see that he really wanted to see that and God said As for now, no man can see me and live. Why? Jesus has not yet come. Jesus has not yet come. Then if we go to chapter 34 in verse 5, it says, Now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. Okay? The Lord descends. All right? the Lord descends in the cloud and stands with him and then begins to proclaim. Alright? And then he says, the Lord passed before him and proclaimed. The Lord. The Lord. <laughs> the Lord God. Merciful. Look at that. Alright? Merciful. That's Raham there. Okay? Merciful. And gracious. Hanan. Okay, and long suffering, abounding in goodness—that's Hasid and truth. So you see, God, all the words for mercy are concentrated in that encounter that that Moses has. All the words for mercy are, are all the the three Hebrew words that I use. For mercy are concentrated in this verse. It's a powerful verse that, you know, that contains all of God's mercy. So remember, his question was, I, you know, his request was to see the face. God says, no, you cannot see my face, but I will cause my mercy to go before you. He says, I will cause my mercy. He, I will proclaim the name of the Lord. I will proclaim my essence. I will proclaim who I am. What makes me God? I'm going to reveal that to you. I'm going to pronounce that over you. I'm going to release that over you. Incredible. Yeah, I'll release that over you. And then he says, Keeping mercy for thousands. Can you see that? Keeping mercy for thousands. Forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. By no means clearing the guilty. By no means. No, 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 no. The fact that I'm merciful does not mean I'm going to just overlook the guilty. No, no, no. I won't. My mercy is great, but I'm also just. I'm also just. So sin must be judged. By no means clearing the guilty. And this is visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children. Um, uh, and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. So his mercy is for thousands. But his judgment, his judgment and his justice is to the third and the fourth generation. Okay. Glory to God. So mercy, mercy is what we need. I want you to be inspired to worship God. When you think about his mercy, it should inspire you to worship. It should inspire you to give him praise. It should inspire you to appreciate him. And instead of complaining, oh God, you didn't do this for me, you didn't do that. No, no, no. You need to see that his mercy has kept you from being consumed. You need to see that his mercy, his mercy is at work in your life. That is why you're still standing. That is why you're still breathing. His mercy, his mercy. Hallelujah. God will never stop being merciful. It's impossible for him to stop being merciful. But you have to position yourself to be able to experience his mercy. To be able to receive his mercy. You need to position yourself so that you're not consumed by his justice. But his his mercy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So mercy is what we need. Mercy is what we need. We need to experience mercy. We need to appreciate his mercy. Mercy is saying no. Justice is saying judgment. Mercy is saying no. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, um, and thank God. Jesus is the ultimate manifestation of God's mercy. God's mercy personified. When he was on the cross, when he hung on the cross and stretched his hands, that was mercy saying, no more. Hallelujah. That was mercy saying, no, man is not going to be doomed anymore. The human race, mercy is speaking over humanity. Hallelujah. While he was hanging on the cross there, when he said, it is finished, mercy has spoken. Hallelujah! Mercy has spoken, the blood has been shared, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant has been shared. And one of the things about mercy is that mercy is also linked to the covenant. Hundreds of times in the scriptures you see mercy is linked to God's goodness, is linked to his benevolence, is linked to his covenant my lord i don't know about you i want to i want to appreciate god more and more and so then you now understand why paul said in romans chapter 12 romans chapter 12 i want to read verse 1. mighty god mighty god yes it says i beseech you therefore brethren yes i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God can you see that by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Some version says, "In view of God's mercies, if as you can see that God has been merciful to you, because He has been so He has been so rich in mercy toward you, okay, in view of His mercy, you need to now present your." Bodies present your bodies as a living sacrifice. You need to keep yourself pure because of His mercy. His mercy is not saying, Oh, well, because He's merciful, I might just go, I should just go on the loose and live my life anyhow. No, no, that's not what He's saying. In view of God's mercy, you need to keep yourself pure. Present your members as instruments of righteousness, hallelujah, in view of his mercies. How are you going to respond to God's mercy today? How are you going to respond? He says, by the mercies of God. In view of God's mercies, it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Because of God's mercy, present yourself as a living sacrifice. As a living sacrifice to God, holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable service some version says which is your spiritual act of worship so worship should be a response to god's mercy it should be a response to god's mercy we worship god because he is merciful yes worship him because he's merciful oh my lord i thank you jesus I bless your name. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your mercies. Oh God, it's because of your mercies that we have been preserved. It's because of your mercies that the enemy has not had his way in our lives. It's because of your mercies, oh God, that the judgments that are coming upon the earth, we are preserved from the judgments on the earth right now because of your mercies. Because of your mercies, we are preserved. From the pandemic, it is your mercies that have preserved us, that have kept us from the plague. It is because of your mercies, and so, Lord God, we worship you because of your mercies. We present our bodies because of your mercies, oh God. I present my eyes to you because of your mercies. I present my ears to you because of your mercies. I present my mouth to you because of your mercies. I present my mind, my faculties. you. My thinking faculties I present to you. I refuse to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of my mind because of your mercies. Because of your mercies. Lord, I want to worship you because of your mercies. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Yes, we bless you. You are the one that crowns our lives. With goodness, you are the one that crowns us with your tender mercies. You have placed your mercy upon my head as a crown, and right now I'm walking, I'm walking, and I've been crowned by the mercies of God, and because of that, I want to worship you. I bow before you, come on, why don't you just begin to worship him right now? come on, just begin to appreciate him Lord, I worship you, I worship you because of your mercies, because of your mercies, oh my God, my Father, be glorified, be glorified you are the one you are the one who has been good to me, you have forgiven my sins it's because of your mercies, your benefits, you healed me my diseases because of your mercies. It's because of your mercies. Yes, that affliction has not been able to rise upon me again because of your mercies. The enemy stood resisted me, fought me, wanted to destroy me, wanted to drown me, but your mercies have kept me and preserved me. Oh Lord, I worship you. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. Lord, my God, I worship you. I worship you. My God, your praise shall never depart from my lips. The praise shall never depart from my heart. My heart will forever be grateful because of your mercies. It's because of your mercies. I'm so grateful. Thank you for the mercies that come, have come for today. And I thank you for the mercies that will come for tomorrow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No matter what I go through, no matter how hard things are, no matter, the whole of hell might be loose against me. I might be surrounded by the enemy. But I know because of your mercies, I will not be consumed. Thank you. I worship you. I put my faith in your mercies. I put my faith, yes, in your character. I put my faith in your essence, who you are, Lord God, your intrinsic nature. I put my faith in that, and I thank you. I thank you. Your mercies are alive in me. Your mercies are at work in me. I worship you. I worship you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Jesus. Merciful God, I thank you. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for my brother, my sister. Even as, as, as you know where each and every one is, I pray, Lord, that your mercy will be multiplied in their life. Mighty God, let them experience your kindness, your loving kindness. Let them experience your compassion. Let them experience your benevolence, your pity, O oh God. Let them experience your graciousness. Let them experience your goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Your grace comes out of your mercy. Mighty God, let it be multiplied. Let it be multiplied in their family. I pray for every family represented. I pray for your family that the mercy of God will surround your family right now the mercy of preservation let it surround your family let mercy bring you out let mercy bring you out of the pit you deserve to remain in the pit but mercy brings you out right now thank you father thank you lord thank you lord i give you glory you deserve to be destroyed but mercy says no Mercy says no. I declare the mercy of God over your life. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Amen. Thank you. Now, if you are watching this program and this broadcast, and you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. Say is after me. Say, dear God, You're a God of mercy and compassion. You are rich in mercy. You have reached out to me. And now I respond to your mercy by opening my heart and I say, Jesus coming. I want you to be my Lord and savior. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Make me a new person. I want to be a new creation. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, let me pray for you, Father. I pray for my brother, my sister. I ask, O oh God, that you would do a work in their heart. The new creation. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in their lives. I break every power of the enemy, break every power of sin, I break every curse upon their lives. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, before we go, I want to pray for you. You're giving your offering, your tithe, whatever, it's a seed, whatever you're giving. I want you to give and say, Lord, in view of your mercy, I am bringing this offering to you. I'm bringing this offering to you in view of your mercy right now. Father, I pray for your people. Lord, let there be a move in their lives, in their finances, in their families, in their businesses, in their careers, in their studies. Oh my God, let it be a supernatural move. In the name of Jesus, let mercy begin to speak over their finances. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you real good. Thank you so much for joining us. Please share this. Share this broadcast. Share this link. Share it on your s- social media. Share it on your status. Share it with your family and friends. And we're here same time next week. God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.